The VPM Daily Newscast is sponsored by Kanawa Capital Management. Your financial life is unique, complex, and dynamic. Kanawa Capital Management's team of credentialed professionals has been helping its clients build wealth and confidence through personalized planning and informed investing since 1989. Learn more at cancap.com. That's K-A-N-C-A-P.com. I'm Ian Stewart. This is the VPM Daily Newscast. Virginia Military Institute is removing a statue of Confederate General Stonewall Jackson from campus on Monday. As Whitney Evans reports, it will be relocated to the Virginia Museum of the Civil War. Officials at VMI voted in October to remove the statue around the same time that the institute came under fire for accusations of widespread racism. In a Washington Post article, black cadets described lynching threats and Confederate glorification. The reports led to VMI's longtime superintendent resigning and prompted Governor Ralph Northam to order an investigation into the school's culture and practices. VMI has pledged to hire a diversity officer and create a permanent diversity and inclusion committee, among other actions, to address the complaints. Whitney Evans, VPM News. Governor Ralph Northam signed a law yesterday banning the use of no-knock search warrants in Virginia. It's called Brianna's Law in honor of Brianna Taylor, a black woman who was killed by police in her apartment in Louisville, Kentucky. The governor was joined at the signing by members of Taylor's family and their attorney, Ben Crump. Delegate LaCherise Aird is one of the sponsors of Brianna's Law. I proudly affirm, as a woman, as a black woman, as a leader that black women and black girls, their lives do matter. Breonna Taylor's life did matter. Virginia is the third state to enact similar legislation. Richmond students will continue to attend classes virtually through the spring. The school board made the decision Monday based on a recommendation by Superintendent Jason Cameras. He cited alarming health data that shows a rise in COVID-19 infections in the city. I live for being with and around kids and the thought of proactively recommending to you that we not do that for another several months is is heartbreaking. Cameras emphasized the pandemic's disproportionate impact on Black and Latino Richmonders who make up a majority of the district's population. He says they could revisit in-person instruction later in the semester if a vaccine became readily available to the general public. A Navy sailor from Portsmouth stands trial today for allegedly giving classified information to a Russian national. According to our partner station, WHRV, Charles Briggs is facing six charges relating to a series of criminal acts going back to 2018. Briggs served over 20 years in the Navy. He could face a maximum of 64 years in prison for his alleged crimes. Briggs' attorney did not respond to WHRV's requests for comment. A bill is heading to the president's desk that will rename a post office in Chestfield County after a World War II codebreaker who is from Midlothian. Representative Abigail Spanberger sponsored the legislation to honor Dorothy Braden Bruce, who was known by many as Dot. She served in a top-secret group of women that worked to disclose the locations of Japanese ships in the Pacific, protecting the lives of American service members. She died last year at the age of 99. Spanberger says Dot was a true pioneer, and her, quote, selfless contributions to our country 
and the stories of her fellow women codebreakers are worth celebrating. The post office is on Sycamore Square Drive, down the street from where Dot lived. State Senator Amanda Chase says she'll run for governor as an independent. As Ben Pavier reports, her announcement follows a key vote on Saturday by her fellow Republicans. Virginia Republicans will use a convention rather than a primary to select their nominees for governor, lieutenant governor, and attorney general. That was the decision of the party's top committee in a series of votes on Saturday. Convention backers argued it was the best way for Republicans to rally behind a single gubernatorial candidate in what could be a large field. One of the best-known contenders is Amanda Chase, a state senator who has embraced the label of Trump in heels. In a Facebook post, Chase argued the convention process is too tightly controlled by top Republicans and said she'll now run as an independent. Her move could split the GOP vote in next year's general election. Republicans haven't won a statewide race since 2009. Ben Pavier, VPM News. VCU is offering short online classes for behavioral health professionals focusing on common underlying issues seen in patients. Amy Armstrong heads the Department of Rehabilitation Counseling at the university. She says topics like the opioid epidemic, alcohol addiction, and trauma are relevant everywhere. Man, these issues that we're talking about touch every family in Virginia. Armstrong adds that accessibility is key, so all of the courses are designed to be taken online. They're also available to the general public on the VCU Office of Continuing and Professional Education's website. Last night, Richmond City Council temporarily appointed Lincoln Saunders to the number two spot in City Hall. Saunders, who is currently Chief of Staff to Mayor LeVar Stoney, has now become the Acting Chief Administrative Officer. The CAO oversees the day-to-day operations of the city. Last week, Stoney announced that the current acting CAO, Lenora Reed, has been hospitalized after a medical event. It's unclear when Reed might return to her post. All of the stories you've heard can be found online at vpm.org news. This has been the VPM Daily Newscast. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR.